Connection phase. Move to play. Quote, getting started is the most difficult thing to do. Once you file it out, the rest of the journey is as soft as the straw. Be a good beginner. Victor and I have worked together as trainers and coaches for 20 years and collaborate on program designs for all our clients. Therefore, the move to play and eat to play sections are a combination of ideas and revelations we have come up from our own combined brain that inevitably occurs after so many years of working together. And so for the following sections, we refers to Victor and myself. The phases are set up to teach body awareness, improve joint range of motion, and improve your quality of life. Can you gain all of this by repeating the connection phase over and over? Absolutely. If you're just starting an exercise routine or have injuries that are limiting you, then by all means, keep repeating the connection phase until you feel ready to move on. The goal of this first phase is to teach awareness of your body and mind and learn to make a connection between the two. This will not be easy. Many of these exercises can be executed without ever feeling recruitment of the intended muscle group. Hopefully, through variation of exercise and repetition, you will learn to feel the muscle and be able to notice what is going on in your body. A big part of learning connection of mind and body comes from moving slower and with concentration. I highly recommend you also incorporate the yoga stretching program. It will play a large role in helping you wake up dormant muscles and reestablish correct mechanics. What if you're really good shape? Can you just skip to the determination phase? Even if you have been weight training all your life and are highly athletic, I still recommend going through each workout of all the phases first to get a baseline evaluation on any areas of weakness or tightness that you may be missing in your current exercise routine. We ourselves are very athletic and have been lifting weights for a very long time, but continue to do many of the exercises in the connection phase as a means of maintenance for overall joint mobility and prehab. Most of the exercises to start with are what we call prehab. Prehab is what differentiates us from a lot of other exercise programs on the market. It's easy to tell you to go do 100 pull-ups and lift as much weight as you can, but what we are going after is a quality of play. Playing is something we think makes our life more fun. We don't want to feel too old to throw a ball with our kids because our shoulder hurts or not able to go rock climbing with our favorite climbing friend when he's in town. Basically, we don't want to slow down. We live to play, and in order to do that, we spend a lot of time preparing our body to move in many directions. That's what prehab is about, doing exercise and movements that will prepare your body to move and prevent it from getting injured. For many, the prehab can act also as rehab for nagging injuries that just won't go away. They are similar to physical therapy exercises and will lay a foundation for a much more complex exercise routine down the road. As we age, we have a tendency to avoid contracting the glutes, butt muscles, and the abdominals, you know, the famous core everyone wants to work. And in doing so, you set yourself up for low back pain, injuries, and the inability to do more advanced exercises and sports. If you're currently doing high intense interval training or a high intense sport, some of this may seem too easy. I can tell you from personal experience that it's challenging to not always lift big or compete with intensity or always give 110%. But if you allow yourself to experiment with periodization and practice open-mindedness, in the long run, you will make more strength gains, have less injuries, and possibly find that you can get the same or even better results 
by training with less intensity and more awareness. If you're just starting a new workout routine, I'm sure you are eager for results. In your mind, you are ready to make changes and naturally are going to want to hit it hard with some intensity. But it took a long time to get where you are and it's gonna take some time to undo some of the things and get you to where you want to be. If you're already highly active and feel like you need to do more, don't lift more weights or do more sets. Instead, just play more. Go for more walks, hikes, runs, bike rides, scooters, skate, surf, yoga, whatever you're currently addicted to. Feel free to do it with one exception. Don't time yourself. Don't measure your distance. Don't be accountable to anything but your own intuition. Pretend you are a kid and your only guide is how you feel in the moment. Exercise doesn't have to be an all or nothing affair and running isn't the only way to get cardio. You can walk, skip, jump, crawl, learn to have fun and don't think in terms of I have to work out. There are entire cultures who are completely healthy and don't work out. They move and that's all you need to do right now is move more often in a way that feels freeing. Equipment needed. This program was designed assuming you have access to a gym or have a home gym. If you want to create a small gym in your home, these are the pieces of equipment I recommend investing in to get you through the first two phases. Monster mini band, dumbbells, five, eight, 10, 12, 15 pounds, and possibly a little heavier if you've been training for a while. A Swiss ball or exercise ball, Optional equipments includes a yoga mat, a light stretch band, and a kettlebell that's probably 25 to 35 pounds, depending on your current strength. When you do get to the determination phase, you will be doing a lot of barbell movements and will need a barbell and ideally a half rack to allow you to do squats. You could get away with just a barbell and some bumper plates if you have to. How much weight do you lift? This is going to vary from person to person. You want to use rate of perceived exertion or RPE. On an RPE scale, one would be lying in bed asleep and 10 would be failure. You're looking for an RPE of six, seven, or eight. If you're just beginning a workout, you might want to stay lower at five or six, but by the time you get to the de determination phase, then you should be able to push yourself to an eight often. Use common sense and differentiate between pain and muscular fatigue. Of course, I don't want you hurting yourself, but I do hope you learn to challenge yourself along the way. There is a big difference. On our YouTube channel, robinandvictor.com, there are video demonstrations of all the exercises in this program. I've also included a brief description of them in the ebook and in the paperback book, but did not include them in the audio book. Go to robinandvictor.com to find more descriptions of all the exercises. What are primals? Primal workouts are going to be the game changer for you. Alone, they're your typical boot camp workout, which in my opinion are great in theory, but most classes take it one step too far and you end up creating too much cortisol. I like these because they are short and intense and will set your body up to be better prepared and able to play more. We want just enough intensity to get a growth hormone spike and then be done. I also like that a lot of the move movements mimic sports patterns to help build your coordination and power production. The primal workouts take less than 10 minutes. If you can't find 10 minutes three times a week, go back and read the thing to play and find your why. 
Everyone can create 10 minutes for something they're passionate about. Be an athlete. Be explosive when you jump. Be precise with your movements. These primals don't take much time. So try to get your mind to connect with what your body is doing. Now for the part of the program that creates the real results. Stretching. But I'm not flexible. Exactly. The stretching is so important. The workouts are great, but it's because of the stretching that I can play the way I do. Create a stretching area in your house. Get rid of some furniture if you must. But if you want to make a jump to the next level of your fitness, it's going to require stretching. There is no shortcut here. Stretching requires time. If you watch television, then I suggest finding a space on the floor that will allow you to stretch while you're watching TV. Start by holding your stretches for one to two minutes, but try to work up to holding them for four to five minutes, especially the ones that are more challenging for you. Remember, if it hurts a lot, you probably need to do this stretch more often. One of the most important benefits of stretching is breathing. In yoga, it's referred to as pranayama. Besides calming your nervous system, slow controlled breathing is very beneficial in improving digestion, ridding your body of toxins, and improving focus. In addition to stretching, try to start using a foam roller or doing myofascial release. Remember, you only get one body, so why not love it, nurture it, and treat it with respect? Move to play. Quote, flexibility makes buildings stronger. Imagine what it can do to your soul. Carlos Barrios. Quote, every single thing our bodies do requires movement, initiated by our musculoskeletal system, to be performed with ease. Digestion, immunity, reproduction, all of these functions require us to move. You can eat the perfect diet, sleep eight hours a night, and use only baking soda and vinegar to clean your house. But without the loads created by natural movement, all of these worthy efforts are thwarted on a cellular level and your optimal wellness remains elusive. Katie Bowman, move your DNA, restore your health through natural movement. Let's get moving. I highly recommend reading the book, Move Your DNA by Katie Bowman. If I can't motivate you to work out and move more, hopefully all the research and data she presents in the book can. As she says in her book, Walking defines us as a species. It is not a luxury. Walking has become a lost art for many of us. Think about when you go shopping, everyone's circling the parking lot to get the closest space. When did our lives become so fast paced that we don't have five minutes to spare to park in the furthest parking spot and walk a hundred more steps? Our family spends a lot of time hiking. Besides the physical benefit of hiking, we also feel a huge mental and psychological benefit from it too. When you're walking, your mind has time to wander. Your breathing regulates into deeper and longer patterns. And your posture often improves, as long as you aren't staring at your phone while you're walking. Considering all the things I say I do in a day, you might think that I don't sit still. And you'd be partially right. With the exception of sitting to type this and to drive the thousands of miles we drive, I don't like to sit. However, I do love lying in my hammock whenever I get the chance. Hammocks have to be one of the best inventions. I joke with our kids that when we actually move back into a house, I'm selling the couch and putting up hammocks in the living room and yoga mats on the floor. In an ideal day, I try to make my activity movement level like a roller coaster. Play, rest, play, rest, play, rest. Try to find multiple times a day when you are moving. Each interval doesn't need to be intense. Vary it up as much as possible. 
Put new loads on your joints. Find new range of motions during your day. Also, find time each day to sit and lie on the floor to stretch as well as spend at least 15 minutes in the middle of the day lying down horizontal. It does amazing things for your circulation and alignment to be in the horizontal position. We sit in chairs way too much. If you need to get off your feet, think lie down or sit on the floor. You can find the workouts and yoga sequences for the intention phase of Move to Play on RobinRobledo.com or Determination on Robin Victor YouTube. Move to Play. Quote, strength does not come from physical capacity. It comes from an indomitable will, Gandhi. Welcome to the last phase. This is where it gets really challenging. Make sure you have mastered proper execution from the intention phase before tackling these last three workouts. These last workouts will require use of a barbell and preferably some plate weight to go along with it. Ease into new exercises with caution by not overloading the weight too much at first. Get a feel for the movement before you start pushing hard. If the workout says two sets of deadlift, you can do one set with a weight that is much less than your working weight first before doing your two sets of working weight. For example, if I deadlift 135 pounds for eight reps, I will do one set of 95 pounds for 10 reps before I do two more sets of 135 for eight reps. By now, you have learned how to execute compound movements correctly and are ready to add some serious resistance. Get creative with your workouts. You should have a solid foundation for compound barbell lifts, so the next step is to integrate difficult body weight movements that will challenge your muscles. You will also be working on gaining better range of motion, especially in muscle groups that may be limiting your ability to get to the next level of strength. This level is about taking your lifting seriously. You're looking to make big gains in your strength and develop what I refer to as high quality muscle. Some people look lean and muscular, but are lacking strength in the muscles. High quality muscle not only performs better, but will also help your metabolism stay high. In addition, you should be playing a sport, something that challenges you outside the gym, something you can lose yourself in, something that feels like pure fun. Challenge your mind. Now that your body is a lean, mean, plain machine, find new ways to stimulate your brain and seek out knowledge and experiences. Last, now that you have spent time developing, nurturing, and loving yourself more, make an effort to give back. Take that gratitude and appreciation for all you are and send love back to the universe. See RobinRobledo.com or YouTube Robin and Victor for Workout 7, Workout 8, Primal 4.